0: Welcome to another episode of the MotoGP podcast, Last on the Brakes. And this time, those of you who are joining us live on TV will see it is Massimo Rivola, the CEO of Aprilia Racing. Uh, And if you're listening later on audio, thanks for joining us as well. Massimo, we'll go straight into it with the easy question. We were just saying not the best weekend in Argentina, but an incredible moment in general for Aprilia. But how are you? Third race of the season, longest season ever. How's it going at the moment? All good?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so far so good. Um, really we didn't achieve what uh, we expected uh, to achieve. Um, I would say that Argentina had a, a very high expectation, uh, kind of looking what we did the last year. And those after Friday, that was quite a good one.
0: Friday, it looked like everyone should be scared uh, yeah, of you. Yeah, so <laughs>
1: from from the best to the worst. Uh, so. Uh, I think uh, we didn't achieve what we were supposed to achieve simply because we didn't work uh, properly. And so a good lesson for us that I hope uh, that we will learn. But uh, I think that we are uh, competitive. Um, the bike is still not uh, where it should be, but uh, we are for sure in the right direction.
0: Well, it seems in general, over the past few years, that Aprilia really have been on the right direction. We've seen an incredible difference between now, obviously Aleish winning last year, Maverick got really close, like four tenths at Silverstone as well, compared to the first few years of the project, when it was a bit tougher. What is the biggest difference now? I know Maverick, I think in Argentina, said that this year, just like the people, the team, how it fits together is really important for him. What what have you changed since you've arrived in the role to really take those steps forward?
1: Well, I always say that uh, we are uh, we have a better bike because we are a better company. So since uh, thanks to our group, Piaggio Group, uh, decided to invest in, uh, in MotoGP, we grow as a, our investment, uh, number of people. Uh, we have really very good people coming from. Uh, not just uh, F1, that is my ex-word, let's say. Yeah, but, we will uh, ask you
0: about that. As but
1: well. uh, MotoGP, with uh, let's say, I think uh, the company is a good mixture of uh, knowledge uh, and with a uh, very good potential. So I'm, I, I, you know, I, I really see that f- a bright future for us.
0: But well, it only seems that way at the moment. And for people who don't know then, what is the role that you have now? Because obviously, a few years ago, we saw Romano Alvesiano, who headed up the whole project. Then it split, you arrived, and he's kind of the technical side of the team now. So what is it you do in the day-to-day as kind of the boss of the whole kind of Aprilia project here?
1: Yeah, for me, reorganizing the, the, the company was, uh, I don't want to say an easy job, but uh, Obviously, Romano is a, is, a, is a super engineer and uh, my priority was to give uh, his 100% of time to be dedicated uh, to, 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 to the performance. And, and for sure, I think uh, more people coming uh, from, as I said, uh, MotoGP and also different awards uh, gave a big boost to the, to the company. Uh, I found in Noale fantastic hardware, and, but also some ve- very, very good uh, competencies uh, the, the, and, and the passion for, for their job. So let's say it was a matter of uh, uh, coming back to the old good times that uh, these guys passed uh, many years ago and give them the chance to say we can do it again so So it's it's a different world but uh, we can do it.
0: Like you've got the puzzle pieces and you feel like just putting them in the right place to...
1: Yeah but it's interesting that also when you bring new people from different world that uh, there is a cultural uh, let's say aspect to to consider. Uh, We are very happy about working with uh, young guys coming straight from university and uh, so we have good senior people and uh, very good junior people too so it's a nice compromise a nice uh, combination of uh, talent
0: well talking of then coming from a different culture your career obviously the biggest successes you had before you joined Aprilia were within Formula One you were Scuderia Ferrari and then before that Minardi Toro Rosso what kind of experience from that have you felt has been really useful in MotoGP? is it something where you can transfer any of that stuff to here or is it a completely new world
1: um, i will say that uh, all the experience that every one of us uh, does are useful to, uh, to, to, to the, the job that you are going to do but uh, uh, and obviously being a motorsport, uh, let's say life in, in my case after 20 years of F1, uh, for sure I'm bringing to me some competencies that uh, can be useful. But at the end, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm one, uh, one of that guys that uh, believe in, a lot in, in the work and uh, in the teamwork in particular. So the, the, the combination between a very different culture and personalities, uh, age, uh, uh, that is, uh, let's say, the most interest, difficult but interesting uh, job from um, from my side. At the end, I th- I think that uh, everyone in Aprilia Racing uh, now is quite motivated. Finding the motivation maybe, maybe a few years ago was not easy. When I joined the company and I said that we will go and win, maybe they thought that it was a bit crazy. Uh, now they understand that uh, I mean there was a plan behind that and we are respecting that plan so i'm as i said i'm really looking forward to our future
0: well we're looking forward to watching it as well especially you're seeing in pre-season Maybe it's been a little more up and down so far but in pre-season you look like the closest factory to Ducati it looks pretty exciting in the future. We'll come back to bikes. I want to ask you more about you and your past for people who don't know. So what was your role kind of in your first years in Formula 1 once you were in kind of Minardi and Toro Rosso?
1: I joined Minardi on the marketing uh, maybe more, more sorry about uh, sponsoring because uh, you know money are always the the, the big drama. And, <laughs> and that's uh, that's
0: <laughs> a great quote. Money is always the big
1: drama. <laughs> um, and then I moved uh, quite quickly to be the team manager of, uh, of Minardi, so the sporting director. So I was very lucky to be a sporting director when I was 30 years old. And uh, working with uh, drivers, uh, also with the young drivers that became very famous, like I mean, Fernando Alonso, was 18. Uh, when he joined Minardi, uh, Sebastian Vettel was 18 when he joined Toro Rosso, because then uh, when uh, Red Bull uh, bought Minardi and be- we became Toro Rosso, I was covering the same uh, role and then... So you uh, were there when you
0: took the first win at Monza yeah, as well, not Yeah, weren't you?
1: Still, uh, still a big emotion, <laughs> uh, still a very similar emotion to what I had uh, last year in That's Argentina. That's what I was going to yeah, ask, you've had yeah. that
0: first win feeling with your yeah, project a couple yeah,
1: of yeah. times. Uh, obviously, the one in Argentina, uh, I feel... Closer, because uh, I feel a bit—I i mean, a, a main actor of, of that, and uh, for sure one of those that uh, believe the most in uh, what uh, we could have uh, achieved. Uh, but as I said, uh, now one is not enough. I mean, uh, we need to 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 kill the, the big fish, not the, the the small one. We did the, the small one only, uh, and then uh, 2008, uh, Stefano Domenicali, that at the time was sporting director in Ferrari told me that uh, the following year he will replace uh, Jean Todd as a team principal and he asked me to be the sporting director in Ferrari and that was uh, my dream. So I did it for uh, seven years. Uh, it was a super experience and also working with Stefano was quite, uh, quite, uh, quite important to me uh, because for me, you know, I, I, I had uh, also a teacher, not just uh, uh, a boss. And then, uh, let's say the last three years in uh, in uh, in Ferrari, I moved to the academy. So I was in charge of the Ferrari Driver Academy. I, w- I was super lucky because I got uh, uh, Charles Leclerc. Uh, that I was, was going to say uh, it's a good uh, time to yeah. be in
0: charge of the academy.
1: But also many other uh, drivers that are now are in F1 uh, like Zhu, uh, the, the Chinese guy. Uh, Robert Schwartzman, uh, and then I had Antonio Fuoco that now is, uh, is uh, let's say the, the fastest of the group of the hypercar, the new hypercar. So uh, very good time. Uh, and then uh, by chance I receive a call and I had the, I, I meet. Uh, I, um, I think it was uh, at the end of 2018. Uh, I, met, uh, I met the Colanino's family and uh, they, they told me they, they were looking for someone uh, to make uh, Aprilia great again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> uh, said, I came back home and I said to my wife, I think we have a problem because uh, I was looking for my future always in, in Ferrari, obviously, as an Italian but uh i love motorbikes aprilia was my first bike and i i, I really love this brand so a
0: real personal yeah. so
1: uh, at the same time Charles uh, reached uh, f1 and uh, that was a uh, a target that i had uh, since uh, jules bianchi uh, passed away uh, in uh, in ferrari and in the in the lucky incident in, uh, in in suzuka and then i felt it was the case to to. To, to change. And then uh, I've got a super motivation and I, I found super people close to me. And uh, and uh, now I, my my only mission is to, to, to win the title.
0: That's also a great headline <coughs> quote. You've given us too many options here for the promo of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so but... obviously now you're in Aprilia, you've taken that first win. So what you said when you began this project has already happened. Now you say you want to win that title. What are the next steps on the kind of within the team? We'll talk about the riders well, as well. But what do you think? Are you missing? What's the next focus as a company?
1: I, I don't think we we are still ready to win the title now, but I think we will soon. Um, you know, it's a it's a bit of a here and there, uh, making a better organization, uh, being more efficient in what we are doing. Uh, 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 Mixing the the, the teamwork uh, better than what we are. There is always room to improve. The, uh, if you ask for uh, to, to a rider what he wants, he will tell you uh, more horsepower, uh, better electronics, uh, better aero. Uh, the bike Every that be yeah.
0: a bit better. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a bit better of everything. Uh, we can do it.
0: Okay. Well, I I love the confidence here. <laughs> I now feel like I'm going to live the rest of my day like <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's but talk I, about if
1: you feel confident. Uh, this is, the, this is the the key. approach you have to this is that is the key if well, you feel you, you can do it you will do it if you even don't think I'll try
0: that. I'll try and hang cool. on to that throughout the weekend but certainly someone who has hung on to that a lot is Alisha Bargero Sure the rider who took that very first win for Aprilia and for himself as yeah. well um talk to us then about the project now because you know you've had different riders as it's grown now you have Alaeh and Maverick in terms of Aleish how is he to work with and how has it been also to see him grow so much within the project because now he is like that confident front-runner he's like yeah I belong here yeah I belong in the fight for the podium
1: Um, well regarding Aleish uh, I think uh, for me it's a a sort of I don't want to say revenge but uh, a a rider that uh, was uh, always on the limit uh, and uh, and when I started in 19, uh, I mean, uh, he crashed a few times, uh, so, but he was just giving everything uh, he had, and I didn't accept really to, be, to stay behind. This is why, and this is what a rider needs to, 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 to have uh, inside. Uh, so the fact that uh, we grew up with him, and I'm super happy that he was the one that got the first victory for April because I think he deserved that. Uh, we call them uh, the captain for, uh, for good reason. Uh, yeah, I was going to uh, ask
0: about that. <laughs> um,
1: uh, and now that uh, I tell you that uh, getting Maverick, he was a big part of that. So I was in contact with Aleish. What does Maverick say? OK, how is this feeling? Uh, do you think we can do it? So it, it was quite... Uh, he, he behaved like a captain, really and uh, he still do that and uh now he has a problem in, in a way because uh, maverick is really focused you've
0: beat me to the next question yeah <laughs> uh,
1: but uh i i feel really lucky and i know that uh, sooner or later there uh, there will be uh, a problem uh, between the two but uh, i mean we we made the things uh, quite clear uh, before starting racing this year with actually with all five riders even with Lorenzo, with, uh, with Miguel and Raul, that I'm super happy that they joined uh, Aprilia Racing. So, um, I mean, at, at the end, uh, they, they know that uh, they respect uh, each other. It's, it, it's, it's the key and they have a million of, uh, let's say, chances uh, to show if they are doing uh, or not on track and uh, outside the track.
0: I was going to say, when you say you've made it clear, you mean you've made it clear that you can race, but please well, do sure. not.
1: But,
0: uh, <laughs> Get away with that limit. They,
1: they know better than us uh, what they are doing on track. I mean, uh, the, the, the level of the MotoGP rider now is really, really high. And uh, we are speaking about uh, riders that uh, I think they can calculate even uh, centimeters in uh, where to put uh, the wheels and uh, the, the, the way they think, uh, the, 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 how fast they do that. Uh, Uh, As something uh, behind. So, if their mind is clean, they race in a way. If there is something against someone else, they race in a different way. (laughs) So, uh, I appreciate the fact that, uh, uh, in particular, Maverick and Aleish uh, in the sprint races uh, maybe had a bit of fight. Mm.
0: We we saw we, them kiss and make up on the ride. Of yeah,
1: and <laughs> in, in that specific moment was a bit panicking from my side, but uh, um, they did it in a, in a very sporting way. Uh, at the end, uh, the question is, uh, was it right to do it or not? From the simple lap time uh, point of view, mm-hmm. maybe not, but uh, sometimes it's also. Um, good that uh, they, they measure each other is uh, their language also to communicate. So I, I totally understand that. So um, I, I also, as I said, uh, since uh, I was 30, I always work with the uh, drivers and uh, I, I think I understand quite well what they have in their mind in the specific moment and why they are doing something or not. So Maybe in front of the press they can declare something different, but <laughs> I, 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 I think I know that, but uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that uh, they respect uh, what they are doing uh, on track. And still, the, the best moment uh, after the sprint race was that uh, as soon as they came into the box, uh, they went to each other, Alex went to, to Maverick, they were just jumping out of the, of the bike and they hugged each other, so was was... Uh, a funny moment a nice moment obviously it was for a position that uh, was not good enough but uh, i think we have to take what uh, the race is giving you and take out the best of out of it
0: so okay that's a good insight then into that balance we and we will talk about adding two more Aprilias <coughs> to the grid first of all though maverick Now, it was quite a high-profile few weeks when Maverick ended up joining Aprilia. Plenty of people had plenty of things to say. From your side, what was the key attraction? Because, obviously, he's shown incredible speed before. He's got plenty of race wins. World Championship in Moto3 as well. And I think he was very proud when he won here in Moto2. In the press conference, he was like, yeah, I did it one before Mark did. Um, So he's got quite a a good record, but that was obviously quite a crazy situation with no precedent. What really made you be like, okay, we need Maverick and we're going to go after him now and get him?
1: I think Maverick wants to show that uh, he's uh, that kind of rider that can win a title. And uh, I fully believe that he can do it. Uh, building the confidence uh, in uh, his career, and especially what happened in uh, just when he left uh, Yamaka to, to, to move to us, uh, is not easy from inside. So for sure, uh, we need to, to help him uh, to build the confidence. I think that all the things we did uh, from the technical side and also from the human side uh, work quite well. And I feel he's really... On spot. I mean, uh, I seem uh, more focused than uh, than ever. Despite I work with him not s- from so many years, but uh, um, I, I I can trust Maverick can be one of the main actor of this year.
0: Well, so far he's you know maybe yeah. not quite got those wins podiums that you wanted so far, but some solid points. Yeah, and also not having a tougher start of it quite as much this time, seems to have got off to a few better starts when the lights go out. But when you renewed him as well, you really gave him time to adapt to the bike. There was no kind of, I think there was a lot more pressure from everyone who wanted to make sure they said something about it than there was from your side or from his side. So what made you you invest in that The the, the, the
1: talent of Maverick, I'm not discovering it. I mean, everybody in the world knows about that. if you want, for me, it's a sort of also a challenge to, 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 to get uh, the best out of him and uh, for sure giving stability, uh, stability paid, always paid. Uh, we saw with uh, Aleish, stability paid, and I'm sure it will work uh, with Maverick. Um, the good thing is that uh, we have riders with the fixed, uh, with the, let's say, a plan for uh, for uh, for the next future. So we don't have to think about uh, what will happen. Uh, just think about being uh, as fast as possible. This is quite and important.
0: Race, go home, yeah. repeat. <laughs> so in terms of the plan, then from the Aprilia side, it's expanded this season with hmm. two more Aprilias on the grid with the RNF team was that something that was really important to you guys to expand your presence yes and why is it about the data and the kind of technical side of it more or what is the kind of key
1: it's uh many things uh, for sure having four april is is better than two at least for statistics it's good to have uh, under contract as, as a pre racing uh, two more riders, uh, uh, very talented riders. And uh, for sure, for the data, it's is really important. The, the, despite the, the bike is not a 223, but is, a, let's say, latest 22, uh, data are very, very important. I think that the, the big advantage that Ducati has is uh, having eight bikes. Okay, for statistics, but also, <laughs> but also but mainly for data, especially with the new format. Uh, of the race weekend uh, where you don't have time to to set up the bike you need to FP1 you need to be ready straight away and the, the more data you have the more likely you are ready so
0: yeah, quite
1: easy right. to understand. I
0: remember Davide Tardozzi told us last year he was like people complain about so many Ducatis but people could use other bikes <laughs> like it's, it's not them uh, but, but I guess from your side of it no, I, I when think there's fact, eight of uh, them.
1: Uh, it's, it's very easy. Obviously, when you have so many bikes, uh, there's something wrong in in, uh, in the balance of the championship. They they could be good bike or bad bike, but in the balance of the championship, is is not good for the championship. I, I don't care if it's a Ducati or KTM like or whatever. Um, I, I think. Uh, it, that should be balanced, but uh, I mean it's like that uh, and then full stop we need to, uh, so to you, work and... Uh, you
0: want to see that reduced rather than think, right we're going to bring another four Aprilia's. <laughs> you think it should be kind of yeah. a little more balanced across the grid?
1: Uh, I, to be honest, I think that the, 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 the normal format should be constructor and a satellite team for everybody and that would be easy. Maybe it means uh, two bike less. Well, at um, the same time, I don't feel that we have to have 22 bikes, or maybe 20 is a really good number in F1 and there are 20 cars. But The, the, the more the championship is uh, put uh, in an equal uh, condition, uh, even if we will never be equal, obviously, the more uh, I think the championship is be interesting.
0: Well, for sure. I mean, that's why I think everyone's so happy to have seen your potential and pace this season and to seem to cut that gap a little bit to Ducati because we obviously want that competition and it's great between <coughs> riders but we also love it when it's between factories teams yeah, and all yeah, of those yeah. extra storylines yeah, yeah. as well. Ah,
1: it was good uh, to have uh, KTM in front, uh, obviously I would prefer to, to have an April in front <laughs> but uh, the surprise in Portimao or the start of uh, Brad in, uh, in Argentina, But there were many things that are I think good for our sport. I think we need to... We obviously we are always thinking about our own garden, and we try to get the best uh, for us. But uh, we need everybody to be part of of, uh, of this uh, game. That is also a business at the end, and the business must be sustainable. And uh, if people doesn't come and watch the races because they feel they are boring, then. Uh, uh, it doesn't work. It also doesn't
0: a, work for Aprilia, even if you it win, win everyone. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, well, yeah, that's. It's definitely. It's great to hear that there are kind of those balanced interests, because I think it's really easy from the outside to expect Aprilia will only ever care about Aprilia. Mm. and it's like no, everyone in the sport has to consider. All for the different sure. parties for everything yeah, to work together sure. and to create. I mean, mm. it is an incredible sport as it is. There's always those things, like you said about the teams. Oh, there's always those little things you can always try and improve. But rewind back to Miguel Oliveira, who is back here. That seems that I don't know. Not a surprising choice because obviously there was mm. like, oh, will he renew with KTM? Will he not? And then you've got him with RNF. That must have been. Kind of a real coup for you guys to be able to get Miguel especially when how did you approach him and and convince him to sign up to the project
1: to be honest uh, when i see Miguel i was i couldn't believe that i did it <laughs> because for me Miguel uh, for sure is one of uh, the potential again another potential champion uh, so we have uh, as i said at the beginning i think we have uh, four uh, riders that are really with a huge potential uh, he issue straight away in Portimao, clearly he is on, let's say on, on track in a, in a way, but um, we know that uh, he can do very good uh, things. I think also his style uh, match quite well our bike too. And uh, yeah, we are looking forward to, to, to have uh, I said four riders with that kind of level will motivate also each other. Uh, one of the main reasons why um, Aleish wanted to have Maverick was uh, to 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 fight with a top rider, to 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 see can I beat also a top rider. See, so that it, with that kind of spirit, uh, uh, like in the company, uh, I don't want to have people that come and be, to say yes. I want a couple to be better than me, so I can also learn, and they can. So the competition must be everywhere. It's the, our, I mean, the, the racing spirit uh, must be everywhere in the company. So like even this.
0: in the company. I, lo- I love Absolutely. this insight. Again, I'm feeling like, yeah, I'm going to go forth and really smash <laughs> the rest of my afternoon. But in terms of Raul then, obviously Miguel, proven track record. Raul had a tough rookie season after that incredible showing in Moto2. And then now he's with you guys. The approach we saw, like we said, with Maverick was very much like giving him time, making him feel absolutely. like he's at home, like he knows that he's, you know, he's got that support behind him. Yeah. Is that a similar approach with Raul? Absol- Is he kind of...
1: Absolutely. I was laughing because uh, we have the oldest and the youngest of the, of the grid in, oh, yeah, in, 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 <laughs> in, in four riders. And uh, yeah, absolutely, he's 22. So in his time, I think the year he did, uh, uh, last year was not what uh, he wanted, so it was not in his best condition, but uh, what he did in Moto2, no, no one else did it. So it means something, there must something there, so <laughs> we need to give him time to discover what is there exactly. And also what he did in Moto3 was quite interesting, in nineteen, I was uh, um, watching the races and also with Romano, of course, this guy is living alone uh, with him uh, in Moto 3. Nobody in Moto 3. Well, Maverick uh, did it in
0: Moto 3.
1: Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, it yeah in... But that kind of <laughs> it means that, that, that kind of rider has something special, and I'm, su- I'm sure I will as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, it's obviously great to see if we can see Raúl back to that role that we saw in Moto 2. Yeah. I think he won here, didn't he? Um, in yeah, in that season. Really, really incredible stuff that he showed there. So, with four riders, then it's a dream in a lot of ways. At what point does it become a little bit more difficult to dream when you do have the oldest and the youngest balancing what they want who is in the factory team does it actually make much difference eventually who is in which team kind of what do you have a plan with that or is it just trying to give everyone the best that you can and kind of well at
1: the moment uh, everything is related also by the contract with uh, with the RNF uh, where they get the previous year bike I obviously the more past the years, the more the, the, the previous year is closer to the to the to the current one. So the gap will be always less and less. Um, well, the, the plan is that uh, if in uh, two years' time, uh, so at the end of 25, uh, there will be some Probably, changes.
0: We're in uh, now, yeah, <laughs>
1: there will be some uh, changes in the factory team. Uh, let's say the priority will be given to the to the to the RNF guys. So obviously. Miguel is supposed to be the, the, the oldest of the two so the one that grows uh, with the, in a more consistent way so is the, let's say the first candidate in, uh, in a way L- let's see if Aleish, uh, uh wants to continue or not uh, I saw many times he said okay last two years and then I, I retire but
0: he's still here. We, we will
1: see because uh, if I look at uh, How we keep training, uh, I think it can continue until uh, 60, 70 years old (laughs) at least, so let's see. But um, uh, making a (coughs) long-term plan uh, is always difficult because uh, you see in in racing, uh, it's very difficult to predict that the number of riders in the last race was not really a good message also, but uh, we have a sport that is quite dangerous, riders know. Uh, I, I think that uh, we all should uh, should think about uh, getting uh, serious action uh, before it's too late. And I think we got some uh, messages uh, from the first two races that uh, uh, sometimes, especially with this format, uh, riders need to to to, 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 to be cold and say think about think twice about what uh, you are doing and the approach you are getting.
0: Okay, so do you mean kind of, obviously we spoke to Razlan last weekend who was in the centre of that storm with Miguel, which we had another update on today with their Court of Appeal. Um, do you, so what do you mean in terms of like sanctions being a little bit tougher to make everyone calm down or just kind of trying to send that if, message? If you
1: don't start penalising properly the riders, riders <laughs> will keep doing that uh, until they are not the victim uh it's, it's very simple and uh, the, the the interesting thing is that uh, riders uh, are asking to be penalized because they know that uh, they will benefit benefit from that it was the same in formula one we had many times a uh, meeting with the uh, with uh, the time uh, charlie whiting uh, there was the race director and the stewards uh, and the drivers were saying uh, i just want you guys to give us penalty <laughs> so if I'm uh, the referee, what well, I need uh, more to do it. And yeah, I
0: remember Jack.
1: And, and I'm not saying that uh, that is easy to do it. Huh? That is a different story. <laughs> uh, but uh, but for sure, uh, especially again with this format, where uh, especially in the sprint race, uh, there's the feeling that uh, you have to be in front because you you don't have time. I'm running out of time. I need to I need to go there. I need to be there. Uh, a bit much.
0: Maybe. I mean, there is there is still... Even if the show is, yeah, is there's, fantastic, there's uh, 10 laps, it's so. 25
1: minutes of pure adrenaline. <laughs> and that's for sure. No, it
0: has been incredible so far. Yeah. So final thing then for this weekend, I think Aprilia's best, best here is 10th so far.
1: Yeah, it's quite a shitty race normally for
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the weird ones when you read it and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of like still, because <sighs> most of those now you've got some really, really good, like top six, top fives. Yeah. What are you expecting from the weekend?
1: I think that after a race weekend uh, like Argentina, it's good to be here uh, proving ourselves that uh, we can perform uh, also in a track that we don't like. Uh, actually, Maverick liked the track, and uh, last year, uh, he start, after a bad start, He started being fast, so I, I, I think Maverick could be faster. Uh, it will be a very important race for Aleish, Not easy mentally for him to to approach. In uh, in uh, two years ago, actually, he crashed five times.
0: I think. Did um, you give him the fairing? At some yeah. point, Did I hear? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we did the, with all the five crashes uh, parts, <laughs> and uh, with also the, the, the let's say the, the wording that was still our captain. So <laughs> uh, we were sure about his uh, reacting. Um, It's good to have Miguel back here. Um, There's no reason why we should be slow here. And so if we will be slow, we need to understand uh, why. But the bike has good characteristics for uh, this track. Uh, Let's see the bump of this track that uh, could affect the the result uh, because when the crashed so many times, uh, mainly was also due to to that. Uh, But last year was better and we, we, for sure we must do better than last year.
0: Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure you can confidently hope for a little bit more than 10th after the yeah. form that we've seen so far. But right, OK. Well, thank you very much for joining us, thank once more. And I'll Pleasure. let you go and get on with the rest of your day. And um, best of luck for the weekend. Thanks so much for talking to us. Hope everyone watching and listening enjoyed that. And we'll pass back to uh, Jack and Simon.